Hey, what's up? This is Chef Noel Cunningham, your Jamaican chef. Welcome to What's Cooking with Chef Noel, the podcast that dishes on the food and beverage industry and the entrepreneurial spirit and everything relevant to being a chef. If you love to cook or eat, this is a show for you. What's Cooking with Chef Noel, witty, real and informative. Hi, this is Shauna Jano Thomas, the founder of Global Taste Media. You are now listening to What's Cooking with Chef Noel, where we'll be talking all things Caribbean Heritage Month. As a proud Haitian, loving everything about my culture, Haiti gave me a deeper understanding of where I came from. So stay tuned for more. Yes, so there you have it. And the queen herself is joining us this week, Shana from the Global Taste. And the Global Taste is where travel, food, and culture collide. And this week, we're talking everything Caribbean Heritage Month. That's a lot to celebrate. Plus, this is our 30th episode. That's a big deal, right? That's a big deal, which means we're coming closer to the end of season two and then our season three would start i think at the end of august yeah so i hope you guys are having a great week and start to a great month which is june and i hope you guys catch the documentary or the docuseries eye on the Og. it's on netflix and if you haven't seen it we will be talking about it a little, but you also need to check it out if you haven't seen it. So you know what? Let's get the conversation going. The queen herself is here and now it's time for some convo with the boss herself. Hey, Shana. Hey, Chef Noel. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much for joining. Of course, of course, no problem at all. I love talking to you. Every time we talk, it's always a good time. You know, we talk about food, culture, of course, drinks. <laughs> Which is right. <laughs> so I, 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 it's, it's always a great time talking to you. And it sounds like you're sipping on something over there. Yes, I am. I'm not. I, I'm sipping something different than my usual. So I'm yeah. having um, like a sparkling lemonade. Okay. With. Um, this champagne called Runart. Mm-mm, fancy. So I'm having sparkling lemonade with champagne together. But I'm just pouring my daiquiri. Mm, I know you make a mean daiquiri. All right. <laughs> In my eyes. <laughs> so this is some apple and rum, some lime juice, and I'm using some simple syrup. And of course, it is courtesy of my friends over there at apple and rum who gave me a nice kit for the long weekend. That was last week. Yeah, so big up to my friends at Appleton. I love me some Appleton rum. I have um, a 12-year, no, an 8-year um, right now um, mm-hmm. in my home. Yeah. Because I bought it uh, this past February when I was back into your homeland. I was in Jamaica again. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. And that's what I'm having now, the Appleton Reserve, the Appleton 8-year-old Reserve. Yes. You that's know. what I'm having, yeah. Yeah, hopefully that that special box comes my way sometime <laughs> in the future. <laughs> I know, right? And this is so funny. This is like our anniversary conversation. You realize? Yes, yes. I, I, 
you're absolutely right. It didn't hit me that a year flew by so yeah. fast. And I'm super thankful for like Annette, AKA chef advocate Woo-hoo. to introduce me um, yeah. to you. So like without her, we would never know each other. We, That's probably, true. W- yeah. we probably would, but probably later on. Yeah, maybe But she was the, the plug. Yeah. And she made a good connection. And I was on your show, the convo for Cinco de Mayo, right? Yes, we and was I, on Cinco de Mayo. And then and August did, 6th, um, Independence. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So she loved me so much, guys. I was on twice. Yes, yes. <laughs> Every time Chef Noel comes on, like yeah. I said, it's always a great time. Um, I love your conversations. Yeah. You know, in addition to entertainment, you always give like great advice yeah. for um, entrepreneurs, people who are into culinary and more. So it's really, really yeah. a great time. I try, I try, you know. And so when I came across you and I realized, okay, the global taste and I realized what you're doing. So before we talk about, you know, Caribbean Heritage Month and all these stuff, let's talk about the global taste. What is it and what inspired it? The global taste is a media cultural is a media company. Yeah. Um, specifically multicultural platform dedicated celebrating diversity in food traveling culture. So um, I was born here, but my parents are Haitian. So growing up, you know, my parents always taught me like the best way to get to know people is to, you know, experience their food, travel their destination and understand and respect their culture. You know, living in Brooklyn, um, I live in Crown Heights specifically and that's a West Indian neighborhood, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was already exposed to like, Jamaican culture, Trinidadian culture, Guyanese, St. Lucian, St. Vincent, like the crib, you know, everything you can think of, every island you can think of. And because of my parents, you know, they opened that door for me in addition to learning more about Haiti. So those three pillars, you know, food, travel, and culture, I just took that throughout my life, you know, like having friends in various backgrounds from the Caribbean and more, um, And I started documenting like my food experiences on Instagram, of course, traveling and of course, like learning more about my own culture, even more. So, you know, throughout traveling and I think I was in Thailand and, you know, I was documenting my time and then talking to family and friends and they're like, what do you have to lose? You know, start this media company. You never know where it's going to go. And of course, like being inspired, um, by um anthony bourdain also parts unknown (laughs) yes uh he's a storyteller and and my parents alone are storytellers themselves you know learning Mm -hmm. about haiti you know where they went to school vacation um anything can think of of food culture music so you know by listening to their stories and then you know watching Anthony Bourdain and dining out and traveling. Yeah. This is where global taste came from. Yeah. And how long now since you've been doing this? Um, Man, to be honest, I've yeah. been doing this for a while. Right. Yeah. So I started as um, on social media, but I didn't have a website or anything because, you know, I always read and hear that you have to start for what you have. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be, um, perfect perfect, yeah. and stuff like that start with what you have so i started on instagram a while ago but technically if you want to do paperwork and stuff mm-hmm. like that i've been 
established for a year. Year, yeah. You know, that's yeah. with like, you know, the LLC for, so I count, you know, from the time I started the LLC till now. So I've mm -hmm. been in business and legit for a year. Okay, for well, a year. You guys heard that on paper? <laughs> if you're listening, Ella. <laughs> yeah. And how was, how was the journey so far? Um, the journey has been good. You know, like one thing about being an entrepreneur, you have to be patient, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have your highs, you're going to have your lows, and you're yeah. going to have the middle part. So the journey has been good. I learned a lot about myself, you know, even from starting the convo, yeah. you know, my, the way I interview people from the beginning of the pandemic till now, Yeah. you know, like I have grown so much and with the support of like, you know, family and friends and more. Mm -hmm. You know, it helps me know, okay, what can I do better? What can I change? Or how can I, you know, how can I be online? What questions I can ask for, ask, ask my, um, yeah. you know, people I'm interviewing and more. Mm -hmm. So the journey has been good. Um, I don't say the journey has been bad. Yeah. I would say the journey um, is challenging. And, but it, and you're still learning. Yeah. And I'm Growing. still learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm still yeah. learning from, you know, various peers, you know, yeah. whether you're in the food, travel, culture, business, whether you in TV, I I'm learning yeah. from everyone because that's something that I was taught from home that yeah. you always learn no matter who you are. You can yeah. be a CEO, you can learn from an intern, you yeah. can be a manager, you learn from a homeless person. So I'm always, yeah. uh, you know, learning and this journey so far has been has been good. Yeah, but it's funny you said that, you know, because even when I wanted to start this podcast, right, I was like, I need this kind of mic. I need to sound this way. I need to do this. And my friend said, no, well, sometimes all you need to do is just start. And I'm like, yeah. And I realized even with this, you know, some week my sound is off, some week this happened, some week that, and, you know, different stuff. But I listen each episode and I learn what can I change? What can I step up? What can I, you know, so I really like the fact that you can say that. But now I want to challenge you, right? Right. <laughs> because sometimes we want everything to be perfect. But looking back on like your first episode, what are some stuff that you change with yourself? Or do you criticize yourself like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Oh, uh, next time. Yes, man. I, you know, Tell me them. Tell me them. Go in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I criticize myself a lot because, you know, I expected like the first conversation of the convo yeah. to be extremely perfect. Yeah. You know, and when I watched the video from the first time, you know, I'm stuttering. Yeah. I didn't have um, a tripod to hold oh, the okay. phone. Yeah. You know, I didn't do that much deep research, mm -hmm. you know, and nervousness. Like nervousness yeah. kills me a lot of my yeah. interviews. But, you know, with, you know, like I said, with learning and saying like, you know what, this is the first one. You yeah. Have the second one, you have the third one. Mm -hmm. And also like looking at videos and also, um, you know, my, my family a lot, you know, watch my convos and they also give me constructive criticism, Yeah, and that's good. You, you know, and they see that, um, there's something there, you know, yeah. and they, 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 they always tell me like, okay, this is what you could do better. This is what you could do better. So from one thing I learned from the convo, yeah. um, till now I'm, I'm more conversational, yeah. you know, whereas like in the beginning it was like a question and that's it. You yeah. know, and I'm returning back now. It's a conversation like I'm talking to you on my couch. I like so that. I have learned like this past year, I have grown a lot in various ways. Um, 
in doing like interviews, you know, mm-hmm. like I set timelines, you know, for interviews now, like I have yeah. a deadline, like if I reach out to a person, you know, I'll reach out again for a second follow-up. And if I do not hear from them, like, you know, I have a deadline too, yeah. you know? So um, just like I respect the major media companies out there, like it's good to do the same thing for the oh, smaller yes. media oh, yeah. companies. So yeah. there's a lot that I have learned of like creating content, doing yeah. interviews, being better in timeline and schedules. And it's not perfect every day. I have my struggle days yeah. as well. And and then when I don't have my struggle days, you know, I execute, but I also take time out to, you know, kind of like relax um, and and just take a few, yeah. s- few steps back because sometimes it's good to kind of step back. You know, you observe everything and you're like, okay, this is what I could do better. This is, um, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't yeah. be doing that. It's, it's a constant learning journey. Which leads to my next question, right? You have interviewed so many different people from different background, different chefs, different personalities as well. What is it that you would say that you've learned from everybody together? Oh, man. Um, first and foremost, I'm super, super thankful for everyone, um, including you, Chef yeah. Noel, to spend, you know, whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes yeah. of um, interviewing with me, you know, yeah. what I mean? because that's people time right there. So uh, that's one thing I can say I'm super, super thankful. And from from the first interview all the way till the other day, yeah. Um, the key things that I have learned from all the guests is, you know, to keep going, mm-hmm. you know, to keep going, keep going, keep going, you know, keep pushing. Another one is to have faith. You yeah. know, a lot of my uh, guests, you know, from all walks of life, from all backgrounds, yeah. they all talk about like faith, you know, meditating and just staying positive. So faith is one of the key things yeah. that I learned. And also to like de- having determination and, and being passionate, you know, like, yeah. you know, being fortunate to speak to various chefs. Um, also Somalier, yeah. Somaliers, um, tr- people in travel, you know, people from all walks yeah, tourism, in the background yeah. of like food traveling culture, um, you know, is those key things that I hear, you know, being passionate, having determination, um, faith, um, also as well as like, um, another thing is like taking, you know, some self-care, you know, yeah. a lot of people took their self-care and learning about what pe- what self-care means to um, a lot of them. So those are like the top four that I can yeah. say, but they, but all guests have shared um, amazing gems um, on the global taste yeah. for this past year. I love that. So of course it is June. It is Caribbean heritage month. But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, which led me now to ask, because I saw where you were posting where June is your favorite month because it's your birthday and it's National Caribbean Heritage Month. And I'm like, maybe she's the right person to talk to on this topic. Right. So what does Caribbean Heritage Month means to you? Man, um, it means a lot, you know, um, I'm super, super proud of like the Caribbean as a whole, Mm -hmm. because, you know, our, our parents, 
<laughs> you know, coming to the States, you know, whether you speak a little bit of English or you don't, and they're just making a living here, a career here, yeah. you know, it just reminds me of like being strong, you know what I mean? And Caribbean people are strong people, oh, you yeah. know, like we're hardworking people and we made so much contributions, you know, in America, globally. but yeah. yeah, in America and globally, mm-hmm. you know, anytime I hear, whether it's my fellow Haitian or Jamaican or Guyanese or St. Vincent or people from St. Thomas or Anguilla, you know, like all of them. And you see them like doing so well in whether it's food, travel, finance, sports, it's kind of like, you know, we here, you know, like we are here and, you know, Caribbean people, like we're hardworking individuals. So in this month, you know, it's a reminder of like, you know, we make a difference. We yeah. matter and we're strong. And, you know, like it's, 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 it's very important because even the month before June is May, that's Haitian Heritage Month. Oh, also. yeah. So um, that's where we celebrate like our culture and everything. And then now it goes into June. Yeah. Where it's Caribbean Heritage Month. So it's, a, it's like for me, it's like more of a reminder, like okay like my fellow there's always something to celebrate yeah yeah and then black history month february as well right and and you know the beautiful thing is like me like i said i grew up in a home where that you know my parents telling me about like different islands and things like that and you know the building that i live in i used to live in you know it was full of like west indian people so like my parents was friends with a lot of people from the island. So I got exposed to various island food, music, everything. So like when I see people who look like me um, from the island. Sounds like you, yeah. Yeah, and you know, even though like whether I'm speaking Creole, but you can still kind of understand. You speak Creole too? You speak Creole? Yeah, I speak Creole like fluently and I write Creole. Yeah. I never heard you speaking Creole. (laughs) <laughs> maybe when you come to new york and then you and you're around my family you would oh. definitely hear me say it yeah uh, speak it actually so you know like you know caribbean heritage month is just a reminder of a celebration of who we are as a people yeah. how far we come because there's one thing i can say you know like caribbean islands we're all the same we're mm-hmm. all the same some yeah. people may not think so yeah but we're all the same we're just divided by water yeah you understand right, but um, we're some, yeah or something that's make us a little different in terms of um being unique i wouldn't say different right but unique like, stand yeah. out yeah something that's right. like yeah and you know we're slightly the same in a lot yeah. of different in, in, in a lot of ways yeah but, you know we have different traditions and things like yeah. that which is beautiful but we're all one caribbean one. nation yeah. You know, because if you want to really think about it, you know, our ancestors came from Africa. We never know, Chef Noel, me and you could be cousins and we yeah. can have the same bloodline. Oh, yeah. You know, so we're all Caribbean. We're um, just separated by the sea, man. That's all. Yeah. And, and we're one Caribbean nation. So yeah. Caribbean Heritage Month is just a beautiful time yeah. to like learn about like, you know, f- your fellow Caribbean island history, you know, yeah. their food and their traditions and their music. Yeah um spirituality and, and, and more so like i i that's you know a great time for people who don't know much about the caribbean to learn and yeah. educate themselves on you know caribbean islands learn more beyond what you know tv 
is telling you, you know, speak so, to someone. Yeah. And with so many people migrating as well from the Caribbean, it's good to also have this month where persons maybe were born in the U.S. or Canada from Caribbean parenting or, you know, can learn about their culture as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely a great time for people who are, you know, their parents are Jamaican, but they don't know too much about the Jamaican culture or Guyanese or Trinidadian a Trinidad and Tobago culture is a great time for them to learn as well. But I think it's a beautiful time for people who are not from the Caribbean to learn more about us because there's so much negative narrative out here about Caribbean islands, you know, and stuff like that. And, and they're just learning based on what they see on TV or a a blog because of someone bad experience, but you're not taking time to talk to a person who's from those islands, learn their food, hear their music, learn their culture and understand them of who they are. You know, my parents always taught me to learn about their culture, deeply understand who they are. So when I travel, you know, like, yeah, sometimes I stay at an Airbnb, yeah, I stay at a, a hotel, but you best to believe I'm going to a local, local spot. Local, yeah. You know, like where it's local people. I can talk. I can, you know, like have some definitely great food, you know, and just and just get to know them on a deeper level. So, you know, overall, it's, it's a beautiful time to, to celebrate us. And what a perfect time, too, for the docuseries, I and Ugg. Have you yes. seen it? Have you seen it? I have seen it. Oh um, Lord. I love it. Um is it's it's really, really beautiful. Um, yeah. for anyone who have not took the time to watch it on Netflix, watch it because it definitely talked the root and history of American culture, which stems from us. You yeah. understand? And they went down to the roots of our ancestors and everything, even down to okra. You yeah. understand? Like okra is very popular in the Caribbean as a dish, but also yeah. in Southern um, cuisine. Yeah. And, you know, and it all stemmed from like Africa, you know, cause like there's a dish that um, Haitians make is with Kalalu. We call it Kalalu yeah. and it's with steak or some, some people put pork or whatever and you eat it right. Rice. So it's, it's that docu-series is really beautiful, yeah. well-made. Um, it tells a beautiful story um, and that's a docu-series I would watch again. Yeah, I would. And honestly, like when I watched it, um, it strengthened my passion for the art. It strengthened my passion for culinary and for Caribbean cuisine like 100% more, I swear to you. And even episode one was just like super touching the way it ends. I'm yes, like, yes. Yeah. You know, Benin is, is, when I saw that first episode, I knew... Yeah. Like besides my parents telling me that could be my lineage, like our, our bloodline ancestors. Mm-hmm. But by watching that, I knew like, okay, this could be my cousin because mm-hmm. the way they speak French, um, also Creole as well. Cause we speak Creole yeah. and like their mannerism and stuff is very similar to ours. And, and it, it was, I just love the entire story, you know, yeah. like the storytelling and overall this docu-series definitely motivated me as well. Chef Noel, yeah. it made me look at, you know, how I want to tell stories of people 
on on the global taste. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I hope and wish that I get to that level of docuseries, yeah. Yeah. which I'm putting that into existence. But it's just it's just motivating me yeah. even more to tell other people's stories because there's so much stories out here, yeah. you know, especially our people from the Caribbean. And our story. And of course, watching this docuseries, you'll have more appreciation, trust me, for the ancestors, the people who paved the way, even those chefs you know, who were enslaved by George Washington and UCO. It's just crazy. Trust me, and as a chef, I really... I don't know. It's like since I watch it, it lights a fire inside me to even defend my craft more when I see people trying to play us as chefs as well and to see how we fought from day one to be recognized because our job is a back of the house job and nowhere on the front page. Right. It's our time you to know, shine, you know? It's definitely. Um, and put time. some respect on it, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a, a time to shine. You know, mm -hmm. like there's one thing about me. I respect chefs. You know, people think, you know, it's it's, it's glitz and glamour no. and it's 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 easy one, two, three. No, you know, these chefs are on their feet 15 hours a day to, or maybe to 20 hours a yeah. day. No you break. Know? You just no. working. But <laughs> no. eating habits. You tell them. <laughs> and also, too, another thing, too, you know, coming up, with a menu that is yeah. hard yeah you understand so that's something i knew um even before starting global taste you know yeah. i knew that this is a work of art and a work of art takes time yeah. you understand so like you know this docuseries definitely show the impact of black people of in the food industry from the beginning you understand yeah. like you said george washington chef i'm sure if this docuseries hercules did, yeah yeah and and um the next, i'm yeah. sure this chef i'm sure like if if nobody knew like now people know because of the docuseries mm -hmm. i'm sure a lot of chefs know but this docuseries pretty much magnified every single thing about yeah. our contributions as black people yeah. in the food space the mac and so, cheese they credit the mac yeah. and cheese to him he popularized the mac and cheese because he the other not hercules but the other chef was the first chef to train to be trained in france yes so he came back you know so you see even from back then chefs were being trained you're not just somebody who come in the industry and cook something and call yourself a chef, you must be trained and certified. Right, right. You're absolutely correct. But however, I do not knock, you know, people who are um, not trained or never went to school. But it's a all, lot of, yeah. A lot of people have talents as well. Yeah. And it's natural in them. But, but also, I would, but like, all right, so a person like Gordon Ramsay, he's not, say, professionally trained, but he has worked under chefs for years. Right. Who, which would still accredit him, you know, as a form of certification. So right. you must have some form of experience. Right, right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. You know, um, you know, watching that docuseries and seeing, you know, where we started. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more stories beyond Hercules. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm sure. Like, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. You know, so, you know, to see these docuseries is beautiful is because... It gives, you know, black and brown kids who yeah. are interested also, who wants to be chefs, yeah. or wants to be a, a, an author, um, a culinary author, yeah. or who wants to, you know, do documentaries about food. So this show is perfect because, like, it, it gives them 
the inspiration to to yeah. dream. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, Chef Noah, we're from yeah. the Caribbean and stuff like that. You know, there was a stigma too of like ma- males being sh- chefs. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it was usually females cooking. Females, yeah. Co- co- cooking. So, you know, we have come a long way, especially in the Caribbean, um, of like you seeing more men, you know, as chefs. Rising to the top as well in the industry, yeah. Exactly. So we have come a long way, and I can't wait for what the next 10 to 15 years is going to be. Yeah. And trust me, this docuseries was like the perfect time, of course, for Caribbean Heritage Month, for what's happening with the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter and all these stuff. And I just think it's like the perfect time. Yeah. And yeah. And also for us as Caribbean people, it's not just all African food shaped the American cuisine, but also the Caribbean. I haven't already mentioned the Caribbean in it, really. Like also how it shaped the Caribbean cuisine. Yes, they did mention um, a little bit um, when they talk about the scotch bonnet, because, you know, scotch bonnet is a very, you know, popular, you know, pepper. They didn't talk too much about the Caribbean, but but they did mention like scotch bonnet, which is a staple Mm -hmm. of pepper around the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. Haitians, we use scotch bonnet, Jamaican scotch bonnet, everybody use scotch bonnet. Yeah. You know, so there was um, acknowledgement of how, you know, the the Caribbean played a role into that a little bit, but you know, this is the beginning, you know, I can definitely see, um, high on the hog, you know, a a, a second season about Caribbean food. So I believe that this is the beginning of them showing the influence of like who of us in the food space. Yeah. And then, Oh, it move off because of course. Yeah. But what's your take though on, Caribbean cuisine to the world. What's my take? Or are we doing globally on a global taste? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I think so far we're doing a good job. Yeah. You know why? It's because there's a lot of chefs who are on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether they're in the news, whether they're competing on Top Chef and all these culinary shows. And those chefs, including you too, mm-hmm. Chef Noel, you guys are bringing awareness of Caribbean food, you know, but there's so much work needs to be done mm-hmm. because, you know, like outside of the Caribbean people, a lot of people think, oh, Caribbean food is only Jamaican. It's yeah. only jerk chicken. Jerk no, chicken, yeah. Oxtail. There's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot, lot, a lot yeah. that signify the Caribbean. You know, yeah. like we have soup jumu. You guys have and Jamaica is not the know, Caribbean, right? Jamaica, right. you, <laughs> you know, you know, you have you have rundown. You know, yeah. and that's Grenadian, and we have rundown saying? too. You know, we have rundown too in Jamaica, but at the same time, I don't know why, but they just think even if you're black, you're from Jamaica. Yes, that is a that is. A, I'm sure a they see you. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a stigmatism that a lot of people like yeah. have. And that's something that people need to break out of it. The Caribbean is a diverse of islands. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I, I whoever's listening to this, I, I want people to say, instead of saying like, are you Jamaican? It's better to say, hi, I want to know where you're from. Rom, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah. Because that's what I was taught. You know, instead of you're assuming, you know, 
yeah ask say oh can you please tell me where you're from are you from the caribbean yeah you know or are you from you know south america you know ask instead you of know. like assuming like okay the person is black and they have an accent and they're they're from jamaica or they're yeah. from trinidad you know, you know what i would love to see though you see just like we we have eye on the ogs i would love to see where we can have stories coming from the Caribbean. Well, that's 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 definitely uh, something. When I was watching it, I was like, you know, I definitely want to uh, do. You yeah. know, um, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's probably one in the way, but you know, I definitely want to capture yeah. stories. But, but the thing is, I wouldn't want it to be coming from um, anywhere in the world to the Caribbean. I want it from the Caribbean to the world, as in all the care all different say culture influence different the different islands then man that's a great idea chef no so you better package that idea so up yeah and pitch so it. because even for us as jamaicans you know we have the chinese influence the indian influence and right. so i would love to see a docuseries wherein you know you know in 18 so and so the indian came to jamaica what they brought to jamaica in so and so the africans came they brought this they brought that the catholics oh you know different not just um culture influence or cuisine but also religion as well then we do the same for 80 and other islands as well yeah it's definitely and the thing is like one thing about the Caribbean yeah. here, we have so much deep history and we have stories and stories like you know like for example like I know the Tainos was in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. The Tainos was also in Haiti. The Taino was in DR. The Taino was in Cuba. Your cooking you know I mean? style, yeah. And cooking style is, is the same. Like, you know, the same way you guys do jerk. Jerk is like a form of cooking. Like, uh, it's a yeah, type. A technique, so, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and that came from the Tainos. But also two other islands have the same technique as well, but they call yeah. it something different. So that would be definitely yeah. a beautiful uh, docu-series. Uh, to see, you know what I mean? Because we have so much, so much hidden gems yeah. overall in the Caribbean. And so and much to learn because even right now you have some Jamaicans who still don't know their history. You have some Asians yeah. who still don't know their history and, you know, where things came from, our only become a part of our culture. Why? And even when I was writing, because I'm no longer writing for the Toronto Caribbean newspaper, those are the stories that I would do, like, how did Easterbun became a part of our Easter right. tradition. Why do we eat fish for Easter or for Lent? Why do we do certain things? Because I love the wise. Right. I love right. the wise. Yeah. And this is the reason why Global Taste exists. Yeah. And stuff right now is a one woman show, and I do have support. Um, but you know, every you know, we I, I was I also <laughs> you gotta start. Well. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So I have to do as much as I can, but that's the reason why Global Taste exists because you know. Yeah. I like I said, I have friends from all backgrounds and everything. So I know when I'm at their house, you know, like if I'm at my friend's house, who's Guyanese, I'm expecting pepper pot with some bread, you mm -hmm. know, this particular bread that's made that day, you know? So it's like, why pepper pot, you know, or if I'm at my other friend's house, who's Trinidadian, I'm having polori or chow mein or this or that, you know what I mean? So, you know, these stories are very, very important to, to have but it also gives an opportunity to share yeah. to the generation behind us. Yeah. You understand? Because like, as we get older, you know, we want to keep the heritage 
of your island, you know, yeah. like whether it's traveling to the destination, yeah. whether it's cooking the food, learning the language, learning the music, learning who sung this music, spirituality and yeah. You know, um, we need to preserve our heritage and our culture yeah. because what if we stop, that's it. Like yeah. it's going to start to trickle down. And, then and we what? also need to tell our story as well. Not yes. st- not um someone from the US or wherever flying in to be telling our story because Anthony Bourdain even went to Jamaica and did something, something, something. But at the same time, it's yeah. that's not his job to come and tell the world our story or what's happening with us. It's our job to invest in our people and tell our story. That's why Christopher Columbus came to say he discovered it when he didn't, but LR. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. You know, Chef, um, Chef Noel, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Like we are responsible to tell our stories and stuff like that. Whether you have a big company, a media company or yeah. not, you know, and right now we're living in 2021. We have so many resources and tools, yeah. you know, from Instagram to Facebook, to Twitter. podcasts, yeah. to TikTok and everything. And I feel like as a Caribbean diaspora, yeah. we are, it's not something is you sh- someone ask of you, you should do. Sure, it, yeah. you know? you it's part should. of your duty as a citizen as well. Right. You know, yeah. so for me, you know, being Haitian, I was born here, but I grew up in a in a Haitian household. Yeah. You know, similar to a lot of Caribbean parents. You know, education is super important. Yeah. Pick a career, and you're part um, Jamaican. Plus, you're part Jamaican. Cannot- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm honorary. I'm, I'm an honorary Jamaican. Um, I'm an honorary Jamaican too. So, um, you know, and 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 show people your country you know Mm -hmm. chef noel like i talk about this all the time among family and friends you know like for example like haiti a lot of people have misconceptions about haiti yeah we do when you have a media and this and that you know and of course there's um natural disasters that play a role and Mm -hmm. also government that plays a role and there's always an uproar and that's what you see so i can't knock people for um seeing something but this is a time where we live in 2021. We have so many great influencers, media platforms outside of myself who are showing the beauty of Haiti. You know what I mean? So for me, when I travel back home, I'm sharing on my Instagram. I'm sharing on Facebook. I'm going live. I'm showing the food and everything because it is my duty to tell the story or the be- and show the beauty yeah. of Haiti. You know, like uh, as many times I go to Jamaica, you know, I, I you know I chit chat with a lot of different people. A lot of people don't know. You know, Bookman, yeah, who definitely played a role in the Haitian Revolution, was Jamaican. Yeah. You understand? And a lot of Jamaicans didn't know that. So, like, even growing up, I always knew like Jamaican and Haitians have some form of connection because we also yeah. used to trade. We used to trade with each other back in the day yeah. and stuff like that. A lot of people don't know. So, you know, I just hope that like yeah. as you know, Caribbean Heritage Month, you know, whether you're Jamaican, learn about Haiti. You're Haitian, learn about Jamaica, learn about Antigua, yeah. learn about, you know, um, St. Thomas, learn about, you know, Guyana, learn about, you know, Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. learn about, you know, Anguilla, St. Kitts, St. Nevis, all of them, the Grenadines, all of them take time to learn about other people's culture and whether yeah. it's online, whether it's your friend, you may, you may know a friend from so long who's from Antigua, you know, she's from there, but you never asked her anything about 
her culture, mm-hmm. what she eats for Christmas, you know, in her, in her, in her, in her homeland, you yeah. know, what's Trust popular. Me. They were so, to assume, they were to assume and ask stupid questions. Right. So, yeah. you know, this is a time as Caribbean diasporas or Caribbean natives is to learn about other people's island. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Like in addition to being a diaspora or being not in a diaspora, being an ambassador yeah. for your island. You understand? You know, um, in for Black History Month, I did a thing with the city of Toronto with like almost 600 people where I will, I, I think I did a pillow um, from Trinidad, which is their, mm, un- I love pillow. Which is their unofficial national dish. And right, right. Yes, yeah, so I didn't do any Jamaican dish because even though I'm a Jamaican, I'm from the Caribbean as well. And I don't want to be biased where everything I do is just from Jamaica. But at the same time, I'd want to pay respect to Trinidad as well because some people, once you cross over, they think, oh, you're not um, Trinidadian, so why are you doing our cuisine? Or why are you doing it? Or it doesn't look the same way as we do it. They don't even realize that you're paying respect to their culture because right. we're, li- we're living a time now where cult- like people easily cry out cultural appropriation. Yeah, you know, culture appropriation and culture appreciation is a very, very it's a thin, thin line. line. Thin line. You understand? And, and you yeah. know, my advice to that, no matter who you are, mm-hmm. where you come from, you know, if you're cooking an other island dish, yeah. you know, and I understand people have their own techniques and everything, you know, make sure where, wherever you're learning from, you give credit. You give you credit, know, you give yeah. Credit, you give credit to the and island. And do research. And do, and do research. Yeah. Do research. And, then, yeah. and do research. And also, too, if you ask, even if you ask your colleague who's from Trinidad, yeah. you know, a question about a dish, you know, you credit that chef, too, because he yeah. played a part or she played a part into you coming up with this dish. Yeah. You understand? So there is a fine line of yeah. culture appropriation and culture appreciation. Yeah. And, you know, when you, you know, um, demonstrate a, a food from a different Caribbean island and you're giving credit to the people who played a part, you're showing yeah. everything, you know, you appreciate the culture, you respect the culture. But if you go to some some island, let's just say Jamaica, and then you talking about, oh, I created jerk chicken, um, excuse me, no, yeah. you have not. Like, yeah. you, <laughs> what are yeah. you, Columbusizing? And the thing like, is... And so when we see someone, right, they do our dish. For example, I saw, yes, I saw Marcus Samuelson did this Asian dish. Yes, yes. They rushed him, they rushed him, they rushed him. They're like, it's our story to tell. It's our, And honestly, it's somewhat, he's trying to pay homage to AT at the same time. I think he's a chef. You should have some freedom to pull from any culture because sometimes, of course, we might do a pasta from Italy, we might do something from France, and it's not done the correct way. Nobody killed us. But I do understand when people pull from us, it aggravates us because people robbed us so much. So we're traumatized. Yeah. So, you know, um, for that situation yeah. that happened, I, I understand both sides, right? Yeah. Because I'm also in media, but, you know, I'm also Haitian. You know, this soup, um, Chef Noel, it is very, very special, very special yeah. and sacred. Yeah. You know, like 
I have so many memories down to when I was on diapers of how yeah. sacred this soup is. It is very pivotal for every Haitian, whether you live here in Haiti, in other Caribbean islands, in Europe, it is a very, very traditional yeah. soup. So for us, that was one thing that we was not budging. You feel robbed. To, yeah. To not rob. We was not budging for <laughs> it to be remixed you understand mm-hmm. oh. that's what it is because it's yeah. so sacred so a lot of people felt like no this is a sacred dish it shouldn't be remixed but, at all you, you understand know, but you but know what I'm, the biggest I problem yeah i appreciate the conversation yeah that you know he's doing in terms of like highlighting foods from him yeah. like he highlighted you know the black rice he highlighted you know soup jumu but also too he's not the only chef as well yeah. who's yeah. also can speak on um yeah the carb on the on the on, on those on this dishes yeah dish. and he's not you from know? there and not because he's black meaning you know and the thing is what they don't understand about caribbean food these media people overseas don't understand about caribbean food is that it has a story and the story is what matters to us most of the time. Yes, it's definitely matter f- for us and stuff. You know, for me... And the memories that you have from that dish, right? Right. So for me, you know, I didn't mind at all that mm-hmm. he, you know, talked about soup jumu and stuff like that. Because to me, um, I saw it as a way like, okay, he probably have Haitian friends. He probably had this soup before. This is yeah. my assumption. And, you know, he's a well-known chef. Yeah. And, and, you know, a media outlet reached out to him to talk about, you know, specific dishes and stuff yeah. like that. However, you know, this is a learning lesson for all media companies and chefs and all. You know, if you're going to work on a dish and everything, you know, like, you know, let, gather more chefs. Yeah. You know, gather but the thing more is, chefs. I'm here in Toronto and for Black History Month 2019, they invited me in studio to do some dish, some Caribbean, some Jamaican dessert. So they had different chefs, right? From 80, from different parts of the world, um, Caribbean, right. who do their island dishes. So I think what Samuelson could have done was invite an Asian chef with him to be on set with him. And he could do a version while a chef do a version and chit chat a bit on a set and then talk about the food. Because at the end of the day, it's our story to tell. And honestly, sometimes our food as chef is all we have. No, no, you're absolutely right. And I definitely yeah. respect um, your answer. Yeah. You know, um, because I know in his book, he does highlight a lot of the dishes um, that he, you know, whether traveled to and mm-hmm. more. So he does tell the story um, of, you know, whether it's soup jumu or diria jonjon, yeah. which is um, black rice. Um, that everybody know that that's what Haitians are known for. That's yeah. A very particular dish. So like, I do see him highlight um, Haitian cuisine in his book, which was great, you know, yeah. which is really, really great. And because it starts the conversation. So, it you does. know, I feel as though like as chefs, um, even before um, the Marcus Samuelson and the soup jumu thing, as chefs, I think that this is the opportunity to, you know, collaborate Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, take your brother and fellow sister chefs with you along the journey. Journey, You know, if there's opportunities for you to be on on a book or a magazine or or whatever it is, a show or 
you know what I'm saying? You know, like, oh, you know, to remember to, um, you know, take, you mm-hmm. know, take your fellow um, peers with you. I, you know, I know it cannot be everybody, but, you know, if you're working on a dish, you know, it's a Jamaican dish, you know, just say, oh, you know what? Let me call Chef Noel or yeah. this chef or that chef. But you know what? It did start a conversation, yeah. which I truly enjoyed um, overall. I did too. I love a good controversy. you know it was it was great you know like us haitian people we're very passionate Mm -hmm. you know and i'm sure every caribbean island could say that about themselves as well yeah yeah we're very passionate and when it comes to food you know food is very important you know like if people don't know the reason why we're so passionate about particular about this dish this is our independent soup you know our ancestors fought and we won. We couldn't eat that soup before. So when we beat the French ass, mm-hmm. we pretty much ate that soup as yeah. a reward. So for us, January 1st is our independence. We have this soup. It's a reminder of our strength. It's a reminder of our ancestors. It's a reminder that we were a community. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I know for other people, it's like, oh, man, this soup is great you know, which is fine, but yeah. patience is a, is a reminder of that strength is that determination. Yeah. Is the that story battle. behind it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a battle that we fought. Yeah. You know? and as I said earlier, you know, the story behind it is so passionate for you guys and yeah. it connects, it connects and that is our heritage. That is horse. Yes. You know, uh, uh, you know, if, if, if yeah. anybody didn't see, you know, um, when that article came out, you know, the site were cr- the nearly crashed. There was over, mm-hmm thousands of comments i saw some asian you know? chef man they going in they they were, i even wrote about it in the turn to paper because i talk about that and the ikea incident with the jerk chicken and the white rice with the green peas oh like, yeah i talk about that as well and and, and jamie oliver in the u.s with the punch jerk rice so yeah, yeah. you know i i you know <laughs> as a lover of you know caribbean food And, you know, like traveling to the Caribbean islands and stuff like that. Like, I just feel as though, you know, you you're doing research on a a Caribbean island and food, you know, talk to that chef, bring that chef along that journey. You understand? I respect people who want to remix it, but you have to give credit to the sources who give it to you. You know, like, for example, Chef Noel, I'm Haitian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can't just be like, oh, I, I just come out of nowhere and be like, I make the best jerk chicken ever, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I don't have, and I'm just like, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I discovered jerk. Yeah, you're the you ish. You're the ish. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the ish. No, yeah. you understand? <laughs> just because I travel to the destination mm-hmm. multiple times in a year, yeah. uh, throughout the years, that doesn't mean... I'm an expert to the core. Yeah. I may be knowledgeable, but it's best to talk to the people on land or yeah. the people who's from the island who can take me to that journey with them. Wherever yeah. that journey takes me, I have to, you know, take you with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I cannot see me personally. I cannot understand Jamaica just by going. You have yeah. to really deeply yeah. connect with a Jamaican person. Spend time, learn yeah. the roots, learn yeah. the culture, learn the, the music. The, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like food is it's one an experience. Aspect. It's an experience, and exactly you got to experience you know, all of it. Like you can't just go to a hotel and say, "Oh, I've been to Jamaica." No, you've right. been to part of Jamaica. You've been right. to uh, Let, this hotel in Jamaica. 
No, you're absolutely right. You know, like Chef Noah, I've been going to Jamaica yeah. since I was 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've been going to Jamaica and I'm a little bit older now. Yeah. But so for the past 10 years, I've been going to Jamaica, hanging out. So you're 30? You know? You're saying you're 30 then, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the like that. The devil is lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been going to Jamaica a lot and, you know, I'm always like talking to people, hanging out with natives. I have friends out there, you know what I'm saying? And I always be telling my friends like, look, don't take me to no fancy spot. No, I want to go where you go. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to eat up on the side of the road. I want to go to a fet. You know what I mean? Like local, local stuff. Don't give me the... You want to go to a fete and walk up your waist. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, even down to the hotel, man. Yeah. You know, I be going to different hotels in the Caribbean and they playing, you know, American music, top 40. And I be like, yo, I didn't travel to Jamaica to hear Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Let me hear some Gaza music. Let I'm me hear Sly and Robbie. Robbie. You understand? Let some me hear some shaggy. governor. Shaggy, yeah. you know, bourgeois, something, some old ladies. You know what I'm saying? Lady saw, you know what I mean? Like something, you know what I mean? Like something, and, something. And, and more. You know, I listen to a lot of reggae and dance hall music. Yeah. So come on, like the if culture, I'm not, yeah. If I'm not traveling on the island and I'm resting my head, you yeah. know, by the pool, I don't want to hear American music. I, yeah. I don't I just don't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So you honestly you got to respect the culture. I work in the hotel industry um, for a long time in Jamaica when I left culinary school. And I know they're trying to appeal to everyone. But I think when I travel to a destination, if I travel to Mexico, I want to hear Mexican music. I want to eat Mexican food I, because I'm, I'm going to Mexico. I don't want to expect, I don't want to go to Mexico and expect Aki and Saltfish because you're expecting Jamaicans coming there. And I want to explore a different culture. And I think for Jamaica, we walk. I can't speak for Jamaica because I've never been to any other island except for, um, you know, born and raised in Jamaica. You got to come to Haiti, man. I know. I have so many friends inviting me. I can't wait. And I think we watered on ourselves too much to please others. Right. And right. even on television, like we don't have much shows anymore that speaks to the culture. It's all about American TV and some Indian shows with Kushi and all these people. We need shows that, you know, young girls can see themselves, see people who look like them, you know, stories, the Caribbean stories. And we're missing it, man. Honestly, we're missing it. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, with our generation right now, I do believe that, you know, our generation is is very active and very Mm -hmm. creative in every way we can think of. So I definitely see those stories coming out, whether it's on, you know, YouTube or website or, you know, on Netflix or whatever. So I do see it coming. um, Like, I don't want to say soon. It's probably here already. But, you know, they're 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 probably small. But this is where as Caribbean people, we need to support our fellow peers who's creating, you know, whether they're making documentaries or their chefs support by going to the events and showing it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, or if you're in media and you go to an event, you know, writing about it or whatever, because this is how we can bring awareness to our peers, right? Yeah. You know, and because we, as a Caribbean people, we can't wait for the media to say, oh, you know what? this is this is what you this is the best beach in jamaica yeah mind you a local person can tell you that's not the best beach this is the best beach yeah. so you know this is a time where you know we all can collaborate it's a beautiful time for us to collaborate you know um be open-minded to each other's ideas and also create some wonderful magic yeah 
I definitely love that. And which leads me to a little fun question now for you, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you like a little travel, you like different culture, you like different cuisine. If you could have a dream dinner party, who are your guests and why? Um, who five. Would I invite? Five guests. Give me five guests. You make it six at the table. Okay. So honestly, I would want to do my grandmother on my mother's side mm -hmm. and my father's side, you know, um, since you said it's five people, five, so yes. gotta be, um, definitely want to do, um, that. I also want to speak to, um, one of the Re Haitian revolutionary fathers, yeah. whether it's, uh, Dessaline or, um, Toussaint, Toussaint Dessaline, same thing. Oops. Yeah. Bad. Um, also, I would also want to do Anthony Bourdain because I need to tell him he needs to go back to Haiti uh, and explore the Haiti that people need to see. <laughs> um, and that's it. So yeah. it would be like my two grandmothers from my mother and yeah. my father's side. Um, our founding father. Yeah, three. Then Anthony, and then, four. And, and then you said my... Oh, I have one more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Hmm. Honestly, um, this may sound kind of weird. Mm -hmm. We like weird. Uh, I, I would, I would, it's not, it's not weird, but honestly, I would want to talk to like a Taino, mm. like a Taino person, like from yeah. like my homeland and yeah. see, because there's one part. Um, there's a part of Haiti that I went to. I went to, it was a waterfall area, but it also had a cave. And I saw Taino writings on the rocks and stuff like that, which told yeah. a story. So I would always want to talk to like a Taino person from that time just to see like, you know, like, what happened yeah. and everything. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's one of a nice combo. And I can imagine the conversation about food the past and culture. I can definitely see the conversation happening there. Yeah, like the, those, like those, um, those would be very, very interesting because, like you know, I, I would want to learn history, about yeah. history, like my, about my parents and everything, how Haiti was and food and everything. Um, Anthony Bourdain, of course, because he has the art of storytelling. Yeah. Even though there's more people um, now who are, you know, picking up the baton. Um, also the Taino because of like cooking traditions and everything. And, you know, either Toussaint um, Louverture, which is one of our founding father. Yeah. Or, you know, um, Desalines. Nice. Are you a beer, wine, rum girl? What? Oh, man. I am a rum girl. Um, <laughs> definitely love rum. Um, I, I, I love collecting rum. Um, I need to be better. So I said to myself the other day that when I'm traveling, I need to buy two bottles of rum. Yeah. For drink for and souvenir. To, yes. One's a souvenir mm -hmm. and one for me to have. Yeah. So um, the one souvenir, I'm going to drink it too. But when I have the bar that I want in my yeah. home, that's when I'll open it. But yeah. I need to buy two now. I said it to myself because I've been looking yeah. at my, my, my stash and I said, wow, I don't have... No more rum from Thailand. No yeah. more rum from Colombia. I need to buy two. You know, yeah. my Martinique rum is done. Um, 
but I'm definitely a, a rum girl. I love rum. You know, I I be drinking Appleton. I yeah. had um, Hamden rum. That's from a rum from Trelawney. Mm-hmm. Um, Haitian rum, of course. That's really really good. Um, Bookman, you know, Barcelo. That's from DR. Um, I have a rum from Colombia, which is called La Pichachira. Yeah. Um, a, a rum from Thailand. I have a lot of rums from different yeah. places, but I definitely want to um, get some more. So I'm a yeah. rum girl. So like Joy Spence, um, Do- Dr. Joy Spence, you know, a master blender for Appleton. She signed me a rare blend in, I think, 2019. And oh my God, I was so tempted to drink it, but I'm like, you know, she signed a bottle and she signed a canister. This is a souvenir. I can't drink it. No, and, I would not drink that and then at all. She signed me a eight-year-old, but I've drank the eight-year-old so many times, so I haven't touched a signed bottle. And on the eight-year-old, she signed um, One Love, Joy Spence, a superb chef. I'm like, okay. Yes, like, I would not drink that bottle um, at all. Those are like, like trophies. Those are like trophies. Yes, like Joy Spence, like, yeah. she, she, I'm sure a lot of people prior to her, um, changed um appleton you know yeah. but she's just like yeah no she, no she took it she took it to another level so she was yeah. on she was on the podcast recently and she was telling us you know her story on her journey and of course you know went to high school did her stuff went to university went back to jamaica and you know she took it over and then she took rum to like another level. yes you know it's it's beautiful like her story you know what i'm saying because yeah. you know the rum industry alone, uh, alone, you know, is dominated yeah. by men. So to see a woman, you know, who pretty much is in charge of this amazing brand that's world known, and mm-hmm. you know, she's propelling this brand forward. It's beautiful to yeah. see. It's definitely we a, motivated. We need a docu series, Iron Rum, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you know, the cane and all these stuff and the ancestors and enslaved, you know, in the cane field and from cane to bottle and oh yeah. joy spence came in and rum is like our global thing, like iron rum. Yes, you know, I think that would be a great documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, is because there's so much history um about yeah, that. You understand? Like even 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 back home in my homeland in Haiti. If I tell you how much distillers that's on yeah. that island, you would be shocked. Like it's yeah. over a hundred. You know what I mean? I think it's in like 300 or, or 400 um, and more. And, you know, there's, and it's family owned, you know. Yeah. A lot and of this one is owned. from 1749. Yeah. Estate. So you can imagine how many history that. Yep. How many years of history? 1749. Like, yeah. So, you know, it goes it goes back to storytelling and that we should always try to tell stories. And that's why I'm so happy for the global taste. When I saw you came on the scene, I'm like, I love what you're doing. Someone else out here telling the story, someone else out here sharing the story because you're reaching audience that Chef Noel will not reach. You're reaching audience that, you know, Annette Davidson will not reach. And each of us have a role to play. And it's our job, it's our duty to tell our story, to preserve it as well. Yeah, like, you know, um, Chef Noel, I didn't realize I was doing Global Taste way before Global Taste was mm-hmm. born, you know? because It's like, natural. Every, yeah, because every time I'm traveling, whether I'm in Jamaica, Martinique, or wherever, you know, I'm sitting by the bar and I'm talking to the bartender, you know, I'm asking questions, you know, and I'm learning, you know, what's the 
national drink of this island and what they use and how did they become a bartender and all this stuff and how did they become a chef. I was doing this just naturally because I wanted to understand, you understand? I wanted to connect um, with the people on a deeper level. You know what I'm saying? So those for me was super important to yeah. connect with people because that's what my parents always taught me to, for you to understand culture, you have to like connect with people. You know, you have to respect the traditions. You have to respect the island. You have to respect the food. You understand? Like even down to the little things, you know, like, you know, when someone gives you a plate of food, granted, yes, it may not look like your typical day of food. You say, thank you. You don't scrunch up your yeah. face. You don't smell the food. You know, you, 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 you keep your mind open yeah. and you take a piece and eat and ask and 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 connect with people so yeah. I, I was doing this way before global taste you know as i sit down and think about it you know like i've been doing this from before even down to um two weeks ago my cousin yeah. sent me pictures of like pictures and videos of me talking to a woman at a who owned a local bar you know on the beach um, in martinique and she was like this is the beginning of global taste you know what i mean and i was just doing it because i wanted to learn more you know yeah. about who she is and yeah. why this drink is important in this um on the island and stuff so it's definitely important to yeah um learn people histories connect with people and and just be open-minded yeah and that's you know that's even one of my takeaway from you even i featured you in the turn the current newspaper is way out this was passed on from your parents to you, even though you were born in the U.S. And um, you try to understand people through your food and your culture. And if I believe that if we all can do this, we will respect each other, which I think is missing. Yeah. Which is missing. And I think for all of us, we're talking about, you know, black lives, what are, um, Asian lives, what are this, what are that. That's, and, you know, that's too much confusion happening. All we need to do is just respect everyone respect everyone differences and realize that our differences is what makes us unique yeah you're absolutely right like we need to we're, we need to respect each other we yeah. are human beings you understand and like we need to respect people how they look where they're from how they speak how they dress yeah you know what i mean or where they live you understand so you have to respect people we're you know your brothers and sisters, the people who look like you, those are your brothers and sisters. Yeah. Despite where we come from, you understand? We're still brothers and sisters because yeah. if you think about it, we all came from Africa. We was just dropped off in different islands. Different places, yeah. So we need to respect our peers, you know, um, our our culture, you know what I mean? And, and more. It's, it's super yeah. important for us to be unified yeah. instead of divide. Wow, words. That's a word. <laughs> and I think we're going to leave it right there because definitely <laughs> you're going to be back for season three. Oh, shoot. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> you, are now, you are now a regular. I've never, you know, I don't think I've ever told anyone that, but you're now a regular. In every season, you, you will be back dropping yes, gems. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I thank you so much for this conversation. And, you know, of course, we could go on and on and on and on. That's how we always talk, right? Even on your show. Yes, because, you know, we always have a great time talking. Yeah, and people love it. So I want to thank you so much for coming. Is there anything else you want to say? Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, which is Explore the Global Taste. Mm -hmm. um, 
Also, my personal Instagram is love Shauna J, which is L U V S H A N A J. Um, I'm on Facebook as well as the Global Taste. So, and also my website, yeah. the Global Taste um, dot com. Yeah. Um, so, if anyone who are chefs or you own a hotel or whatever you want to do some collaborations, whatever yeah. it is. Um, let me know. So, cause I'm always down to like do some creative stuff. And the Convo is coming back as well. I haven't seen the Convo in a yeah. while. Okay. So, you know, I've been doing the Convo, but, um, you know, last year, uh, it, it was a lot, you know, doing two yeah. shows a week. I, I'm sure you know this. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you do. It's a lot. So I had to work on managing my time yeah. effectively Structure, yeah. um, and more. So, you know, every time you see, uh, um a ig chat um that's pretty much like a convo but it's more designated to um you know a celebration whether it's Haitian okay i get you yeah Caribbean so it's still a convo yeah it's still a convo i get you um and stuff like that i will be bringing that back more for caribbean heritage month hopefully because my yeah. schedule is kind of crazy and i'm traveling really soon yeah so um you know, the best ways for people to stay in touch with me is through Instagram. I'm very connected and, yeah. e you know, easy to respond on Instagram. But yeah, please support and follow yeah. so we can get these numbers up. And we, yes, we need these numbers up, guys. So get the numbers up and, you know, just do what you got to do and take it easy. Take a deep breath. Come on, come on whenever you can. You know, and do your show. Don't feel pressured. Share the convo when you think it's necessary to share. Don't feel pressured where I, I got to be on every two nights for the week, you know? Right, right. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm sure you got to dull up, right? A little lighting and this and that and get your cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot. All right. So until we chat again, my friend, we'll see ya. Thank you so much, Chef Noah, for everyone who's tuning in. Thank you so much for sharing time with me and Chef Noel. Yeah. Alrighty. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Yeah. It's that time. We've reached the end of another show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Remember to follow us on Instagram at What's Cooking with Chef Noel. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Chef Noel. Until next time, see ya!